Hi there, Frank Thacker here, and welcome to the Daily Peacemaker. So, um, last night I come upstairs to the bedroom, <clears throat> excuse me, and my wife asked me, uh, did you turn out the kitchen light? Oh, yeah, yeah, I turned out the kitchen light. Okay, good. Um, so then, skipping ahead to, uh, this morning, I go downstairs. I'm in a little bit of a hurry because I have a meeting and I'm running a little late. And uh, my wife is there. She says, uh, the kitchen light was on this morning when I came down. And I said, oh, really? Oh, I guess um, I forgot to turn it off. And I'm kind of like scurrying around a little bit trying to get some a little bit of breakfast because I'm late, but I'm, I'm listening. And she said, yeah, she said, you know, you do that a lot. You leave the lights on quite a bit and you come upstairs and you never bother to turn them off. And I say, oh yeah, that's right. Well, uh, is that true? Yeah. So I'll, um, I'll try to do a little better. And she said, well, that's what you always say. You know, you're gonna do a little better, you know. And you walk around like you're Mr. Um, environment, you know, always talking about how to do this and how to compost and how should we do more of this and get rid of that stuff and um, all that stuff. And um, you don't turn off lights, it seems. And I say, well, you know, I, I, I turn them off most of the time, I think. And she says, oh yeah, yeah. And then, then all your friends think, oh, it's Frank, the big environmentalist, you know. Um, everybody thinks you're so great and you have such great ideas and all this stuff and, um, you know, how people can really learn from you and how they admire you and all this great stuff. And here at home, you don't even turn the lights out. You know, you, you talk a lot, but you don't walk the talk. And I'm still scurrying about going, yeah, okay. She said, are you listening to me? And I said, yeah. I said, you just said how I don't walk the talk and how every all the neighbors think I'm a great environmentalist and yet I leave the lights on at home and and all that stuff. And I said, so I, I get I get what you're saying. And um, I got to go because I'm late for the meeting. I'll, I'll see you later. So I come back, you know, after the meeting and uh, sort of getting the cold shoulder from my wife. And so I say, uh, something the matter? And she says, no, yeah, it's just, you know, you never listen to me. I said, what do you mean? I said, this morning I listened to you, everything you said, I could repeat back quite a bit of it almost verbatim, you know, word for word. And she said, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. You did um, hear the words I said, but um, I don't know that you really understood what I was saying. And I said, well, what were you saying? You know, that, that I'm a phony or that um, I don't walk the talk. And uh, she was saying, no, I'm just like kind of fed up with everybody thinking you are so great and yet um, at home you're a different person. So I say, oh, okay. So the point, and we kind of, fix things up, uh, so to speak. So the, the point here is I was listening, but maybe I wasn't really hearing 
um, what she was conveying, which was annoyance, or maybe a little bit of anger. And true, I could have said, well, why didn't you just say that you were angry about this? You know, and that would have just led to more um, friction. The The point is that we can hear or listen. You know, I don't know which of the right word is here, or listen or hear or whatever, but I, let's say we can listen to what someone's saying, but are we really hearing what they're conveying? So in this case, I, um, I listened in the sense of um, hearing the words that she was saying and be able to repeat them back, but I wasn't really tuned into the feeling. So that's the important thing to, to be able to capture the, the underneath feeling that the person is really expressing, because that's, that's kind of the, the more important thing. Um, so listen, but also hear, okay? So that's one point, because, you know, if you remember, we're, we're talking about um, unity in diversity and how to achieve that. And one of the things we, we mentioned last time was the need to, to listen which is a broad term for, for what we're talking about. So listening involves um, this aspect of hearing, hearing the feeling that, that's underneath. A second thing that I am aware of that I um, do that does not help um, me to listen to the person, and I think um, a lot of, of, of us do this, excuse me for a minute, So where, when I'm in a discussion, let's let's um, let's take climate change, um, and I believe that um, the climate is changing. So someone on on and the, the science is showing that someone on the other side that doesn't believe in that will will start talking about how um, there's no such thing as climate change and they'll pull this uh, study from somewhere and um, different things like like that and <clears throat> excuse me when I'm not really listening as they're talking my mind is refuting what they're saying or thinking of ways to refute what they're saying whereas if I'm really going to listen to them, really hear them, I will have to pay attention to what they're saying without my mind at the same time um, coming up, trying to think of good responses to what they're saying. That's really, that's really hard to do. Um, <clears throat> check that out next time you get in a discussion with someone, whether it's about a family member or a gun control or the Democrats are worse than Republicans or or whatever. Um, the president is causing gas prices to, to rise. You're, I would suspect, for most of us, when we're in discussion, we're kind of hearing what the other person says, their argument, but at the same time, our mind, or, or in our mind, we are 
thinking of well, how to refute that. You know, oh, what study can I find that, that says that? I um, <clears throat> this is this is a good example. Um, I have a, a friend, and we were out having some drinks, and I love Manhattans, and I always um, order them as uh, stirred, not shaken. And what that means is you you stir it rather than put it in a um, in a shaker and shake the heck out of it. And he um, challenged me on that and said, you know, it doesn't make any difference whether it's stirred or shaken. And um, we had a little discussion. Later in, in that evening or you know, the next day, <laughs> I get a text from, from him with a couple of different um, links to articles uh, where bartenders were saying it doesn't make any difference. Um, shaking is fine. <clears throat> And of course, I like, oh, I gotta find some, some that say just the opposite. And, you know, I did find some, but then I thought, well, you know, why am I doing that? Why, you know, it's not that big of a deal whether, you know, it's better to shake them or stir them. I know how I like them. And um, you see that a lot on Facebook where someone is, um, there's a discussion going on. Um, I don't know, the president and, causing gas prices to, to rise. And then people counter that with studies that show that the president, whoever, whatever parties in, in control doesn't have much to do with the rising of um, gas prices or how solar power, um, excuse me again, is um, a good alternative. And then people will post other things, how solar power causes more environmental discrimination destruction um, because the panels are um, very, when when you have to put them in the dump, they give off a lot of um, negative environmental stuff. Um, and then someone else will counter that, oh, there's new panels now and they're not as causing as many problems. And you, go, you really don't listen to each other. And it, um, <clears throat> it's a little easier on on something like Facebook or with someone back and forth with text because you can take what they're saying or the article that they posted and and look at it and, and reflect on it with an open mind. But when it's one-on-one, -on -one, I, um, I would bet most of us uh, are listening to what the person's saying, but on the other side of our mind or brain, we're thinking, oh, how can I refute that? Or, well, did they know about this? And so, so you got, Listening in the sense of really hearing the feeling, listening in with a blank mind, for lack of a better word, an open mind, I guess is maybe a better, better phrase than than uh, empty mind. But you know, you get the point, I'm sure. And then the other thing that I would add in terms of this aspect of listening to bring about unity even though we have diverse values or beliefs or stuff, is questions, um, asking questions. So someone's talking about something that you are on the opposite, gun control. So you're, this person really believes in um, no gun control and this person does. So being able to ask this person you know, where they got their um, ideas from, why do they believe that? Um, so a continual 
questions instead of refuting what they're saying, really trying to deepen your understanding of, of what's really under their um, belief system. You know, like in this case, why, why are they opposed to gun control? Is it because they have had um, bad experiences with um, the government trying to control their life? Or, you know, just, so just to um, be able to, to ask good questions um, and anything you say in response might be put almost in a question form in the sense of, well, have you, have you thought about this? You know, there's an article that says with less guns in the community, there's less violence. Have, have you read that article and what, what would your response be, which is different from saying, listen, well, this article shows that if there are no less guns in the community, there'll be less violence. Asking them, have they read it? Or, you know, what do they think about it? It's, it's, it's a, it gives a, an opening to people to um, share with you um, more of themselves rather than, than sort of this argument, you know, where we both have our shields and, um, a friend of mine calls it saber rattling, you know, where you've got your sword and your shield out and you're fighting each other instead of really trying to to listen to each other. Um, which again is 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 a hard that um, hard thing. The the questioning part is is um, I think it's a skill you can develop. The um, the danger is, and I've sometimes catch myself in this is when you're asking the questions, are you trying to back the person into a corner where they begin to look a little, um, I don't want to say dumb, but I will, a little dumb. It's almost, you can get caught in sort of a chess game where you're trying to um, get this person through questioning to unpack their position to where they'll get to a point where they begin to think about themselves as, ooh, how could I believe this? Which is different from asking questions to really um, get to know that person, you know, to really understand them. Uh, so there's a subtle little uh, difference there. Um, anyway, so, um, those points, um, so listening in the sense of, so we're talking about one of the ways to achieve unity when there's diverse values and opinions and stuff is through listening. And listening involves hearing in the sense of hearing the feeling. It involves keeping your mind open so you can really hear what the other person is saying rather than, you know, hearing what they're saying, but at the same time, um, your mind is distracted by the right answers you're going to come up with. Um, and then the other thing is this whole skill of, of um, asking questions to really deepen your understanding of, of where the person is coming from. So those three things, Hearing the feeling, having an open mind um, to what the person is saying, 
and developing a skill at asking good questions to deepen your understanding of the person. So that's kind of it. I'll wrap it up there. Um, I just realized I forgot to come up with a uh, sort of indigenous um, person's uh, prayer to end. So um, forgive me for that. Um, and that, uh, that will be it for now. So I think next time we'll look at um, nonviolence and how you can use nonviolence or how you really need to use nonviolence to bring about a unity, um, unity and, and diversity. So thanks for listening to all. Always good to be with you. Always open to questions, insights, um, whatever you uh, want to send our way. Um, so you can check us out at dailypeacemaker.com. And there's an email there. You can um, send an email to us or um, phone calls are welcome. So um, I hope all is well and goes well. And um, we will see you uh, probably in a couple of weeks. All right, take care.